Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Last Night in Vegas. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and thank you so much for coming back to Last Night in Vegas. So, uh, this week, we ended up going to Ocean Prime Steak and Seafood, which is located at the Crystal Shopping Center, which that's located in the city center, essentially, uh, right in front of the Aria Hotel. And I have to say, this restaurant was very interesting, um, pretty straightforward steak and seafood restaurant, which is, you know, really nice, especially for people who are looking for something a little bit more straightforward in a town that has a lot of very modern, very unique restaurants in town that sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll miss for some people. So really happy that Ocean Prime has opened here in Las Vegas. Uh, they actually have a chain of restaurants or they have a, you know, a number of restaurants across the country, high end places like uh, Florida. Uh, also in Los Angeles, I went to one that was in Washington, D.C., and uh, yeah, they're a very solid restaurant. So uh, we'll be diving into Ocean Prime today. Yes, I did do another steakhouse. It's, I think it's two in a row now, so I typically don't like to do a lot of the same type of food in a row, but just kind of worked out that this was opening the week after I did uh, Smith & Walensky, which if you're viewing that, go ahead and check it out at ConsciousConfidential underscore LV, and yeah, so uh, today we'll be diving into Ocean Prime and whether it's not uh, a good spot for you to try out when you come here to uh, Las Vegas on your next trip. So we'll be diving into Ocean Prime over at the Crystals Shopping Center at the City Center. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting who have been experts in specialized coating, servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, so we are back. So we're going to be diving into Ocean Prime today. So Ocean Prime uh, actually opened on June 21st, I want to say. June 21st, June 22nd. Uh, and it was very low-key. Um, it was I did check just sort of online to see kind of what reservations were looking like. It was not overly booked on their opening night, which honestly it could be that that was just sort of like a – just the opening of the restaurant. Their grand opening might come, you know – Couple, in a couple days or two, days or two, but uh, overall the restaurant very modern, very very smooth corners, sort of like round edges. It also has a lot of wood on the inside. The lights are really cool, just because it's you know has windows open to the strip, which the strip actually provides a lot of very natural light, which is actually quite cool. But overall, the restaurant itself, you do have to go through a very specific entrance, which there are a couple of them. So they do have an elevator that will take you up to the floor that Ocean Prime is located on, and that is where you'll be, lo that's where you'll be entering into the main check-in desk, which that main check-in desk is right in front of the lounge area, and then once you actually get past that, then you end up getting to the restaurant check-in, which two check-in desks 
It's a lot of work, but whatever works for them. So uh, overall, the restaurant experience was really, really nice. It wasn't too, too loud. A lot of people there trying it for the first time, trying to sort of get a feel for the restaurant. Everybody was very excited, and uh, I have to say I can't blame them. So important thing to note about the restaurant is that they actually have a couple different bars. So they actually have a bar when you come in right into the restaurant, and that is the lounge area. So the lounge area is not going to have a view of the strip. Uh, which is fine. Um, if you can, if you wanted to find a place a little bit darker, a little bit more quiet, this is uh, certainly a great place for that. It's very much feels like a New York, New York City or a Chicago style bar where it's very relaxed, very chill, uh, very mat. It, it does feel like a very masculine tone for that part of the lounge. Uh, then, as you kind of walk through that, then you'll actually end up getting to the main dining room, which is a dining room very open, feels very very fresh. It feels sunken, kind of, but it really isn't. It just feels, it's really, the, the ceilings are quite low, but with really, really cool designs that are coming off of the ceiling, which is quite nice. Kind of looks like stone, um, sort of stone colored, but uh, obviously not stone. But yeah, the room is very big. It doesn't feel claustrophobic. Not overly loud, which is quite nice. So if you're somebody who wants a restaurant that isn't super, super loud, um, I think this would be a good choice for you. Also, the menu is quite approachable, which we'll get into the menu in a little bit here. But uh, honestly, the biggest selling point of Ocean Prime is their fantastic patio. Their patio looks absolutely gorgeous. You get a beautiful view of Harmon Corner, which is Las Vegas Boulevard and Harmon Corner, which overlooks the largest screen in the entire United States, which is the um, Harmon Corner screen, which was kind of fun because as I was sitting at the bar, you can see the Ocean Prime advertisement going across the center, which uh, I don't think that was an accident at all. But uh, the outside patio areas have a mixture of different seating. So they do have seats that are right up against the railing. They also have, you know, bigger tables in the uh, setup in the center. And then they even have booths that look out to the Las Vegas Strip. So the booths actually looked very, very nice. I would have to say that that was something that I would highly recommend going back and trying is sitting in one of those booths or sitting on the outdoor space. I would actually highly recommend if you can make a reservation for this restaurant, try sitting in the outdoor area just because you do get a nice view. But be careful if you're going to be sitting there in the evenings, uh, obviously, but in the evenings on in the summertime or the sorry, the winter time. Wow. Uh, your food, I believe, will get pretty cold while it's out there. So, again, just other notes of be careful when you're sitting outside. So just keep that in mind. But either way, the restaurant itself looked impeccable, looked impeccable, looked impeccable. Uh, so, yeah, so that's basically the whole sort of overview of what it it felt like it felt very it did feel very fresh very much a seafood restaurant uh but it, again it was very very and i i hate to use this word but a very cookie cutter style of a steak steak and seafood restaurant felt very corporate very corporate is a very good term for this particular restaurant so anyways moving on to the menu the menu is the thing that everybody wants to know about so as we dive into the menu the menu itself is kind of interesting. So in terms of appetizers, didn't have a lot of things that I liked on the appetizer list just because it does have a lot of a lot of seafood options. Uh, duh, they're in a it's a seafood restaurant. But in terms of the appetizers, the appetizers lots of seafood towers to choose from. They have oysters, they have chilled crab meat, they also have uh, crab legs, lobster tail, jumbo shrimp cocktails, all these different options. So 
Lots of stuff that's going to be on ice for appetizers. Uh, they do also have caviar. If you're somebody who enjoys caviar, that is on the menu as well. Uh, looks like it's 125 per ounce. Good for you if you are a fan of caviar. So moving on to the appetizers, which they do have two versions. They have the appetizer menu, which is pretty straightforward, uh, very continental sort of cuisine. Then they also have a sushi section, which is actually makes a lot of sense because of the seafood aspect of the restaurant. And from what I saw, everybody really enjoyed the sushi. And I think that it was, you know, presented in a you know beautiful way for uh, for this type of restaurant. It feels very California. So it feels very, very, again, very, very corporate, very much a very straightforward steak and seafood restaurant. But the appetizers, they do consist of many different favorites like calamari. They have uh, goat cheese ravioli. They have crab cakes, which I believe the crab cakes should probably be one of the better things in the menu just because they do have this restaurant in Washington, D.C. as well. So I would think that they would perfect the crab cakes here in Las Vegas. So they also have ahi tuna tartare. They have a shrimp saute, and they also have a steak tartare as well. So what I got, which I thought was the best thing on the menu uh, in terms of appetizers, is their surf and turf. Their surf and turf actually is a nice little sort of little squared uh, braised short rib, really small. Uh, and then they also had two scallops that came with that on a bed of potato puree with a garmalata on the top or gremolata on the top. And it was so good, so flavorful, packed a punch in every single bite. The scallops were so great because it, they tasted seafoody, but not like they were straight out of the ocean, which for me is cool because I like my food cooked. So that was sort of a big deal for me that I really enjoyed it. Perfect consistency, not gummy at all really, really tender scallops that were cooked to perfection. So highly recommend the appetizer that is the Surf and Turf. It is a set price at $32. So just be aware it's one of the pricier appetizer menus. I'm sorry, appetizer items on that menu. So again, that's the appetizers. Again, appetizers pretty straightforward. I would say they're big enough to share for at least two people. Anything more than two, you probably have to get one more appetizer. So uh, they do also have salads on the menu. They have French onion soup, iceberg wedge, kind of the generics, uh, really straightforward. Again, I don't like, again, trying salad when I go out to these places because no matter how many times you eat a salad, probably going to taste the same. I'm sure there's some people out there that, that there are so many salads like the Waldorf salad from the Palm or the Gigi salad from the Palm is something just out of this world, which is good for them, but uh, not, not something that I want to be trying and showing you guys because it's kind of hard to, you know, get anything out of that. So... Moving on to their seafood items. Their seafood items are everything from snapper. They have salmon, bronzino, halibut. And can we just talk about bronzino for a second? So as I've kind of you know done this journey of these different restaurants, I could honestly say the number one overhyped item on a menu that you will find everywhere. It's super in vogue right now. And whenever people talk about style of uh, restaurants in this era, it is the bronzino. They serve Branzino everywhere, and that's why the price is reflected that way. You can get a full Branzino here at Ocean Prime for $52. It's nothing. It's really nothing. And the fish is actually very, very affordable here at this restaurant. So, again, the Branzino is also on the menu, and I just don't know why. It's just everywhere. Everybody loves the Branzino. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a good time to be a fish market marketer for, uh, for Branzino out there. So... Again, pretty extensive list at Ocean Prime. They do also have uh, Chilean sea bass, which is my favorite. Uh, I would probably try that again. Uh, I would actually try. I really want to try it here, but um, I don't know. I just I was in the mood for steak, so I kind of went with the steak option because that's what it is: steak and seafood. So 
Don't judge me. So uh, also they do have chicken, lamb chops, pork chops, all the good stuff. Then let's get to the steaks because it's in the name. So for this particular evening, I went with the New York Strip. It was between the New York Strip and the ribeye. The ribeye felt a little bit big. The ribeye is kind of a cut that I enjoy a lot more when I go out just because they cook it very, very good when I go out to these restaurants. And I tend to over always overcook my ribeye. So that's why I always kind of like have that thing in my mind that it's going to be overdone. But I ended up getting the New York Strip. Turned out being the perfect size. Perfectly cooked in the center. But I think this is more of a detriment of me going out so frequently and doing steaks back-to-back. I think this is another reason I don't like to do steaks back-to-back is then I start comparing the two steaks and also the steaks kind of run together. They don't actually have like an independent flavor for some reason. And this one in particular just felt like it needed like one more thing in it, which typically people are always trying to edit themselves in terms of cooking. But just like maybe just a little bit more spice, maybe a little bit more salt, and I think it would have been fine. But the New York Strip was just okay for me. It was cooked perfectly. But again, the flavor, I think, was, you know, lacking just a little bit. But uh, could have just been, you know, maybe just my palate was maybe, you know, kind of done in with all the steak that I had been eating. Which is kind of funny because I say that now. And I'm actually going to be going to see Adele with my mother uh, this weekend. Whenever you guys hear this, it'll be July 1st. And I'll be having <clears throat> another steak. So uh, it's it's one of those things. We'll figure it out someday. So anyways, got the New York Strip. It was very good. Again, it was, again, standard. It was good. Didn't blow my socks off, but hopefully when you come, they does. Uh, they do also have a Wagyu, uh, Wagyu Strip on the menu. And they also have a couple different bone-in ribeyes, fillets, filet mignons. And they also have accompaniments of different sauces as well. So uh, their steaks range. Uh, looks like everything from... $65, which is their 8-ounce filet, all the way up until their 16-ounce dry-aged Wagyu strip, which honestly, now that I'm looking at it, if I just wanted to go and get a get a Wagyu strip, that might sound like a good idea, but neither here nor there. Moving on. So uh, they do have a bunch of sides. They had a lot of different types of potatoes. They also had this really good spinach that somebody next to me said, you have to try this, and then put it on my plate, ended up eating it. Total honesty, that was my first bite of spinach I've ever had in my entire life. So I really uh, took one for the team there. Uh, one of their premier items that is on the menu is their baked lobster mac and cheese. Cool for you if you like it. I don't like my mac and cheese oven roasted or baked on top. So I'm out on this. Uh, that is $46 for those of you wondering how much that wonderful uh, lobster mac and cheese is going to run you. So... Uh, that was actually the full menu. So we really just kind of ran through the menu at that point, which again, very approachable things in the menu. I think this place can get kind of pricey, especially if you don't keep track of where, you know, your money is going uh, because I kind of, you know, I, I fucked around and uh, spent more than I actually wanted to. So it's okay. It's fine. We'll get on with it. Appreciate it. As long as you guys keep listening, I think I'll just keep going to these places, of course. But uh, I did have to have dinner. So, sorry, dessert. So um, as I moved my way to dessert, their dessert menu is actually not too, too big. Uh, pretty straightforward. But they do have one signature item on the menu, and that is their 10-layer carrot cake. I did not have the carrot cake, but I did see the carrot cake go by. It is 100% definitely 10 layers of 
carrot cake. And it looked quite good. Um, I'm not a huge carrot cake person, though, so I did not try the carrot cake. I tried the warm butter cake, which you can never go wrong with warm butter cake. It had a beautiful serving of raspberry sauce on you know, the bottom of the plate. And then it had the uh, cake itself actually sort of offset so it wasn't being you know drowned by the raspberry sauce. And then a beautiful, just gigantic dollop of ice cream on top of the butter cake. They just went so well together when you cut into both. And it was so, so delicious. And uh, I really, really enjoyed it. So uh, other dessert items they have on the menu, they have creme brulee, sorbet, chocolate torte, and they also have a chocolate peanut butter pie. So all those things range from between 12 to 20 bucks, kind of just depending on what you know, you know mood you're in. They even have dessert cocktails, which, oh my God, espresso martinis. I'm so over them. It's... I, it's it's actually disheartening. Oh, gotta get over it. But anyways, that was the dessert menu. Uh, they are open for lunch, uh, and they have a lounge menu. So let's actually just click on the lounge menu, see what they got going on. Ooh, they got brunch. Let's just click on the brunch. That's important because I think this place actually will do a killing at brunch. So honestly, if you're out there looking for a brunch spot, uh, I think Ocean Prime haven't even tried it would be a perfect spot because honestly, brunch. I'm not a big brunch goer. You go for some of the food. You're going for, you know, the day drinking aspect of it and also the vibes. And I think this place is a great vibe. Very like outside Chicago overlooking the, you know, middle of the city look. Shout out to the bear. Uh, so uh, looks like they have mimosa bottle service. 110 bucks. So is that just for one? I don't know. I don't do this brunch thing. I have to look into it. Peach Bellini, 16 bucks. Now I'm just reading you guys the menu at this point. But uh, it does look like the brunch menu is very similar to the regular menu. Oh, they, I see it here. So, yeah. So, brunch. This is what you guys do at brunch? Oh, my God. How is this possible? So, I'm looking at the menu right now. Their brunch menu. Lobster toast. Everyone just guess to yourself how much you think this lobster toast should cost. One, two, three, four. The lobster toast... That comes with avocado pea puree, pea shoots, sunny side up egg. 36 bucks. Oh boy. Now let's get to the truffle omelet. The truffle omelet right below it comes with mushrooms, something that I can't pronounce, arugula, roasted tomatoes, asparagus, and garlic croutons. $32. So, oh my goodness, this brunch stuff is out of this world. I don't know how you guys do. Ooh, warm cinnamon bread. Ooh, and cream cheese icing. I would go just for that. That looks delicious. But brunch menu actually looks pretty sufficient. They do have a prime cheeseburger for $21, so I would probably try that. Crispy fish sandwich. But I would say this place is probably going to do really good for brunch. And, like, I think they should just grab a DJ, put it out on the uh, outdoor patio area, and boom, you got a party. So this is Saturdays and Sundays they are offering this uh, the brunch menu. So... I think it'd be worth it. Uh, I think that's actually a really good idea for a for an episode is the top brunch places. Brunch is so, so popular with millennials. Millennials, kind of Gen Zers. Oh, my God, they love brunch. I just think it's such a waste of time. I could be doing so many more things and doing brunch, but I get it. It's a thing. People have to do it in Vegas. There's a party for it. We'll do it. So uh, overall, my experience at Ocean Prime, how did it go? I would say it was sufficient. It was fine. I would give it like a 7.5 out of 10. I did have a guy next to me who loved to talk. Very, very nice gentleman. So that was very nice of him. Uh, he was with his friend as well. And uh, the only like sort of critique I would have for this particular restaurant is, is that when you're actually sitting at the bar, 
it would be really lovely to be able to see the view while you're sitting at the bar. And I get that you do have all of your spirits on display, but if you could take out the trees that they have, the little plants that actually kind of block the view, uh, I think you would have an A-plus bar area. So my little my little uh, issue is, is more with the decorating uh, in terms of the bar area. Because if I'm going to sit at the bar, I love to be able to look out. And I think it would extend somebody's, you know, time at the bar um, if they're able to look and see the view. But I think I went at a perfect time. It was sort of when the sun was going down. Sun's kind of behind you. And... Uh, good views. The good thing also about this place is that when you sit in the patio, the sun will not beat too hard on you, especially if you're in the evening, because it'll be on like the building side. So you'll get the shade from like the Aria and the Crystal Shopping Center uh, all together. So overall, Ocean Prime, solid restaurant. Is it sort of like rediscovering the wheel or redesigning the wheel? Uh, I wouldn't say so. Um, I would certainly say that this is a very straightforward restaurant that is something similar to like a Morton's or like a Joe's Seafood essentially at this point. So anyways, uh, so that was Last Night in Vegas, our pod regarding Ocean Prime. Uh, so I was to recommend going. So check it out. And uh, again, you can check out our video of when we went to Ocean Prime on any of our social channels, including Instagram, which is at concierge, uh, concierge confidential underscore LV. You can also follow us on TikTok, which that's at Keys to Vegas. Same thing on Twitter at Keys to Vegas as well. And of course, on our YouTube channel, which is Concierge Confidential. And of course, follow us on all of our uh, social channels as well as all of our audio channels, which would be, of course, on Spotify, Apple whatever else you listen to us on. But again, really just really appreciate your guys' support. Uh, programming note is that I will be going to see Adele with my mom. So that will probably be on a pod next week. And I would, I really want to get my mom on to talk about it, but we'll talk about kind of the process of how it was actually purchasing Adele tickets and that it is not exactly what the uh, media is uh, saying how it is. So Again, just want to clear up some things about, you know, Adele herself and Adele, the show. So anyways, this was Last Night in Vegas. This is a Neon Smoke production, uh, part, you know, Concierge Confidential, of course. And uh, again, if you do see me out, awesome. But if you do, remember, keep it confidential.